Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now, the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Live here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. I am your host, Scott Carney, and joining me is Ali Pearson. Ali, how are you, mate? Very well, it's an extended break this weekend, obviously, with the with the Monday bank holiday Monday now, but yeah, I look forward to tomorrow. Hopefully I see Rangers score a goal. <laughs> so, <laughs> I put in the group chat on that, um, that video for Ryan that the all the fans with the arrows are, that'll be the, <laughs> <laughs> that's where the goal is. So hopefully we see a goal tomorrow. Yeah, that video is brilliant. I've seen it so many yeah. times. That is that's great. That uh, Ryan, how are you, mate? Yes, good gents, good gents. A bit of a carnage week for me at work. Obviously, this funeral on Monday, the aviation industry has went a bit crazy, but I'm here. It's Friday. I've got a cup of tea in my hand, by the way. That's a kind of rock and roll weekend I'm in for this weekend. Um, officially off it. We'll see how long that lasts if Rangers don't play well tomorrow because I'm struggling already. Um, I'm looking forward to this tonight. Scorch is off it as well. <laughs> no, he isn't. <laughs> no, he isn't. Uh, yeah, Teddy Bear has just asked in the comments, Scott Ali Ryan, but where is Scotia? Scotia's on it. <laughs> Scotia is on it. He's asked uh, yes. comedian's concert tonight if you want to know exactly he where he is. You know exactly where he is. Everybody will know that. Yes, exactly. That's that is where he is tonight. Um, so yes, hello everybody. Hello everybody in the comments. As always, please do get involved uh, with the stuff that we are going to uh, talk about tonight. Uh, it's another week of being a Rangers fan, really. Uh, and yeah, just before we get started, uh, I have to give a massive thank you to Alan and Linda, who we met on Wednesday night. Uh, they have just joined the Coffee Buying Legend membership via the Buy Me A Coffee website. Great support. Thank you so much for doing so. And it was our pleasure to meet you. Uh, so thank you very much for that. So tonight, lads, uh, we'll break down a wee bit more of Napoli, uh, discuss different things that... I can add among all of that before we move on to previewing, um, which is a, I'm an absolute must, must win game uh, tomorrow against Dundee United at home. So, yeah, first off, uh, I think it's only right that we start with the magnificent display that the Union Bears put together. Me and Alistair, uh, because we're not very good podcasters, completely forgot to mention that on the on the, <laughs> the post-match <laughs> on uh, Wednesday night. Completely forgot about it. And the, the absolute impeccable minute silence. It was one of the most emotional ones that I've ever felt. I think you could genuinely feel emotion in the air. And yeah, the, the national anthem after it was pretty spectacular, genuinely spectacular. But Ali, it was um it was a great, great display. They'd done it very, very well. It was very good. 
It wasn't over the top. I mean, they could have went full on uh, govern stand and everything. I thought it was quite, it was good the way they did it. It was good the way the minute silence then rolled into national anthem. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it showcased round Europe, around the world, what Rangers are about, what we're about as a club. I think we saved Glasgow or one side of Glasgow um, because I don't know where we come on to another side of Glasgow. I thought absolutely disgraced themselves once again. And I've shown people that maybe didn't know much about them, what they're all about, but they know what we're all about. Dignity, class, um, absolutely brilliant for the Union Bears. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, Ryan, it did really show what we kind of all are as a, a, a support. And I'm not talking full on royalists or nothing like that, mate, but just the class and the dignity that we hold ourselves um, as. And the club uh, kind of defying UEFA's request not to do the national anthem, which is a ridiculous request in the first place, in my opinion. They really don't have a right to say whether we should play a national anthem or not. It shows the difference between the two major clubs in uh, Glasgow, that's for sure. There's a huge difference between the two clubs. We are Scotland's quintessential club for a start, so that mob aren't even worth talking about when it comes to things like this. They fly more flags than you see at the Olympics. Um, <laughs> for me, see the, uni- the Union Bears. Union Bears, just, they deserve all the credit. Yes, it's good the club defied UEFA um, by putting the national interval on, but the club are very good at getting the credit for these displays and it's the Union Bears that do it. It's Union Bears that crowdfund. They're the boys outside with the buckets and they're the boys that are putting the time in, putting the cards out, making sure everything's there. And I mean, they never cease to amaze me how good their displays are. They really are. The one that sticks out most for me probably was the one, just going slightly off topic, was the the Leipzig one in the semi-final. And it just looked as if it was a sea of red, white and blue. And I was kind of like, that's about average and eight boys. I'm not really feeling that. And then the, the UEFA trophy just trickled down from the top and uh, the hairs in the back of my neck stood up for that. It was similar to that with the Queen's head. The Union Jack's brilliant. Fantastic. They got every angle covered. I don't know what... Somebody in the comments will tell me, but I don't know how you call it with the, the difference with the red stripes going across, but they got it absolutely spot on. And uh, when the Queen's head appeared as well, I just thought it was a, a touch of class. They had the perils on her neck and stuff and... They deserve all the credit for that, and yes, that is why we are Scotland's quintessential club. We are iconic for all those, all the right reasons. And um, yes, I'm not really going to say much more about that lot across there. They've embarrassed themselves this week. Yeah, I, th- I think it just it, it showed how much how impressive it was because it went it went everywhere. It generally went everywhere. There's people that aren't even interested in football really that just congratulating Rangers for um, for doing it. And yeah, they should be congratulating the UB for the display as well. But the, the support as well deserve all the credit for the, the singing the national anthem. It was it was it was rather special. It generally was. Um, as I say, I, this is, I've not been asked to do this. Generally, if you, if you want to donate to help the UB, you can go to any of the Union Bears social medias. I think they've got a website as well. There'll be a way to donate through that if you want to help them with their TIFOs because it's spectacular. Look, some of the things UB have done in the past, I'll hold my hands up and say I've not agreed with. Not in terms of their TIFOs, but some of the actions that they do. But when they do things like that, when they're a credit to themselves, they genuinely are. It was spine-tingling stuff. And even, Ryan, when you were mentioning there about the... The year the UEFA the UEFA league probably coming down. I, the hairs in my face were standing up, mate, because I remember it and thinking, "Wow, that is absolutely spectacular!" It really is. They do themselves really proud sometimes. Generally, some of the stuff they do is out of this world. And yes, yeah, Saturday will be one that we remember for sure. And I think you'll see that over and over again. Um, you, you yeah, that one will go away. It will be one uh, truly to remember. So yeah, after that, unfortunately, <laughs> we need to talk about the actual football. Um. Now, um, Ali, it's always going to be the same in situations like this. We um, we were some of the comments we've got after the after the gate after the we done they've done a video have been pretty mixed to be completely honest, mate. The, some of them have been pretty positive and can I get where we're coming from? Others are completely slating us for trying to find some positive in what we've seen. Um, sorry, I was going to come to Ali. I'll actually go to Ryan because he's not had his say on. Um, the, performance on um, Wednesday night. Ryan, me and Ali, I think we, we discussed that we wanted to see a wee bit of change of the formation. We wanted to see a, a wee adaption in the tactics, which I do think we've seen. And I think we've seen a better attitude from the players all round, be it in the application of the game plan, be it in their attitude towards trying to win 
and their individual battles. Um, we did play some good football. It's still not perfect. I'm not going to sit here and say that it is perfect. But in my personal opinion, mate, we were we were more than in that tie up to the sending off. Um, what's your what's your thoughts on the display? Yeah, I watched the pod when I got in, and I was very much like you. When I came out of the game, I was kind of like, you're always disappointed to get beat, but I thought my feeling at halftime was like, I've done all right here, we're in it, like, could do a wee bit more, maybe grab the game with the balls a wee bit. I was kind of content at halftime, thought we were competing. And after the game, I thought, you know what, one of those games, they showed their class, the sending off did change the game. Like, I very, very rarely... You know me, the Hibs game, I said we still won it. I, I, I do, I think we should, I still think we still won the Hibs game. It did impact it hugely, the sending-offs, but sometimes I think it's easy to use it as an excuse. However, I think the sending-off did change the game dramatically. And then I got home and I was kind of like, do you know, with that Morelos chance, which he should have tested the keeper minimum, I don't care if it's 30 seconds mm-hmm. or 30 minutes, should have tested the keeper minimum. And with the Arfield shot, which is a decent effort. But apart from that, I didn't really feel as if the keeper was making that many saves. And then I thought, am I giving this team credit because they tried? They were trying to make things happen. The work rate was up. And I thought, yeah, that's exactly why I felt all right coming out of that game. But the bottom line was Rangers got got picked off. They got, they, they got picked off. And I don't blame Van Bronckhorst for when we were down 1-0 when it was 10 men. If he had just sat tight and took the 1-0 defeat, then people would be saying, oh, why did we just know if I go and see if we could do something? He, he, I'm not saying he went for it in the last 10 minutes, but he changed it just to see if something else would happen. And yeah, the two goals came and individual mistakes. But for me, I think I took a lot of satisfaction. because I, I, At first, I took a lot of satisfaction because Rangers had tried and they'd, they'd turned up a wee bit. But someone said in the comments that, when we first started the pod, that should be the minimum. I I can't find myself congratulating the team or or being excited. I know it's it's not what people want to hear, but at the moment, I'm still not overly impressed by this team, and I'm not overly impressed by Van Bronckhorst. His tactics and it's very disappointing to start your first Champions League game in twelve years at home with the same players who played there two years ago, minus Lundstrom and Sands. But Gio had no new signings on that pitch and that stinks of either Gio's not happy or the ball's not, something's not working there if if you're starting your first Champions League game. And yeah, I was very much like you was after the pod, felt all right, but now looking back, that wasn't a great week actually. Ryan, just wait, yes. Ryan, just, just just quickly that, I was, you, you're going on about um, going to the well with that team again. Do you know that nine of that starting eleven? was from Gerard's first season. That's see, Ali, that's do you know that's a that's a frightening fact because yeah. not even before I was on this pod with you guys and you you've said it in the pub and everywhere else and you say to your mates, how many times have you like to your mates this team need a clear out? We're bottle like I'm I'm not saying this just now. We're bottle merchants for this for that. We've all had a go at this team and slated this team and and but we keep sticking with these players. And I'm not saying they're not going to win the league this year. All I'm saying is, if you look at if you look to these nine players who have played, as you said, in Gerard's first season, and they're not winning leagues, they're not winning trophies consistently or challenging that lot, what are we expecting for this season? If he's not going to bring these players in, what are we expecting? Or are we just are, are the club just rolling over and going, we just need to take this in the chin this season because the ramifications will happen with the fans, there is no doubt about that. I, th- I think that that start alone opens up questions towards Ross Wilson as well, and I, I, we we've probably been blindsided a wee bit by some of the signings that he has made. But I think it does point to the recruitment hasn't been good enough. Um, I don't think the windows have been good enough recently. Uh, to to not have one of your new signings on the park on Wednesday night, I mean that that's a you're right, it's either him going to the board, well, look what you've left me with, or and it's no disrespect to the, the players that did play, or he's just been ultimately stubborn and being the kind of Dutch manager that we kind of have seen in the past at Ibrox, that he will do what he wants and that nobody will be telling him any different. 
Ali, there's no getting away from 11-0 over 270, ga- 270 minutes is not great and it's not a good start. At no point, I don't think, everybody misconstrues and takes things a different way. And we were, I mean, there was even a comment saying that we blamed the ref. If you watch our podcast, there's not, not at no, one point they blame the ref. referee. No. I'm just saying the ref is a, a, a royal pain in the arse, to be honest. But that's only the decisions that he did get the decisions right. I've, I've watched the game back. He did get the decisions correct. And I didn't say that he didn't because VAR's there. So you expect his things to be correct. However, mate, there is no getting away from. Yes, we were positive. Uh, I, as I say, we were, I even said that we weren't exactly high-fiving each other at half time, but we did see a bit of a reaction. And we've just got to hope right now, whether we like it or lump it, that the team are in a process of turning a corner. But as I said at the start of that there, mate, 11-0 over three games... It's not great. Oh, it's, it's a terrible start when you read it like that. When you put in it, not, not trying to make a positive here. <laughs> we don't want to be too positive in this podcast tonight, Carney. Come on, let's keep it in there. But I mean, you look back at the teams we've played at Celtic, back to back Champions games as well, but it's a terrible start. To go three games, not score a goal and concede 11 goals, that's a terrible start. Um, I thought we were fair enough in the podcast, Karen, when we came back. I thought need to remember, we're doing this straight after a game. Um, you've not had a chance to come back, see it and stuff. We never blamed the referee once. I thought the referee got everything right. The things we were having a go at the referee was for stupid stupid things within the game, as in, i.e. Book Morelos, a um, couple other bits and bobs that went on, but the, the, the referee never impacted the result for us. Um yeah, I agree with Ryan, to be honest, because we all we went in saying we wanted to see a reaction. That's what we wanted, and he's, Ryan's right. That, that's that's at the bare minimum. Rangers should be doing that regardless. Um, I think it's because of what we've seen the previous two games. We've seen nothing for Rangers, um, especially that Ajax game when you expected something, a reaction, and we got nothing. But the sad reality is, and I said it in the post-match, is we're, just, we're simply not good enough at this level. We are not good enough with that current squad we have, and it is a damning start when you when I when I said it, it's nine players for Gerard's first season, and you're going to the well with Steve Davis. I'm not slagging Steve Davis. Steve Davis is a class midfielder, but if we're needing to rely on a 37 year old in big games, we've got big problems, and it goes back to recruitment. The recruitment has been terrible. Um, you look when a manager comes in, when Gio comes in, we all thought this summer he'll bring in his own philosophy, his own players. You'd expect him to bring in at least somebody he's worked with or the Dutch connection. You, you, I hate going across the other side of the side. Look at him. He's brought in players that he knows, he's worked with, and he's got a tune. Who is it just, is Ross Wilson signing these players and saying to Jen, to Van Bronckhurst, there you go, work with them? Is he getting a say in these signings? Because... By the look of it, no, because he's not playing them. So, Ali, yeah, I feel like, see, as you say, it's, it's such a good saying in terms of going to the well again. Like, my heart sunk. You know what my view on Ryan Jack is at the moment. I just, oh, he's, I've said yeah. that a few times, and I, and I hate, and I hate saying, and I'm not singling him out before anyone thinks that. I just think it's over. I think Rangers have moved on from Ryan Jack, and he's just not, he's not at that level for us where we need to go. See when Rangers were breaking and we, we did get a couple of counter-attacks against Napoli. It was in the second half. I think it was, had they scored? Like, it doesn't matter. We got a counter-attack and Ryan Jack was the one driving with the ball. And Ryan Jack driving with the ball is probably like me driving with the ball and at seven aside on Sunday night. It's, you're, you're not getting there. You're not getting where you want to be. He's got the handbrake on. <laughs> ah, the handbrake, the handbrake was on and he was also towing a caravan as well. And it was just... Finn Brockhorst has played at the top level. He's won the Champions League. He's played where none of these players will play. There's no chance in my my eyes that he's fielded that team thinking we'll get them the counter-attack here with the speed we've got in that midfield. Well, not Lundstrom. That's another one. He's played two midfielders in our defence. That's where we are at in the Champions League. and That's where I'm trying not to single out players. But Ryan Jack, Stephen Davis and Arfield, there is no way he's thought, I'll counter them tonight. Like, there's just something broken between the board and him or him and the team. There's just something not right. And it's 
it's very frustrating. We've got a long four games in this Champions League to go. If this is the way, if that's the kind of team we're fielding, because there's a small matter of Liverpool and a double header in there, so they're a half decent team. <laughs> they're, they're no bad, mate. They're no bad. They're bad um, but you probably bring me on quite nicely to another thing I was going to talk about the kind of tweaking tactics that we've seen. And <clears throat> like I'm ashamed, I, I actually said to. Um, to Megan, who's the person that sits next to me, um, I turned around to her and I said, the problem in this midfield right now is Ryan Jack. At points, he was he was, he was was screaming for the ball, but he was screaming for the ball at the kind of wrong times. And it was like, Barisic, I just, there was one I remember where Barisic had the ball and Barisic could have went up the line, but Ryan Jack kind of came charging over and screamed for it. But he had two players right behind him and he takes it, takes it back and we end up back at the keeper. And I was like, you're not really... They're not really adding in here. You were kind of touching the ball for the sake of touching the ball there. And look, I'm one of Ryan Jack's biggest fans, but even me, I, I'm looking at that going, mm, I don't think it's quite there anymore. Um, Ryan, I think the the change of tactics that we've done, I mean, I can understand why he done it. I don't understand why it's um, Lundstrom and Sands that have to play in defence. Uh, honestly, I, I can't really, I can't, really understand that um, there is options there and he's choosing not to play them options um, and he, I mean he, even after the after the game during these interviews at the end he was asked about Davis he was asked or Davies even he was asked why you're not playing him and he kind of he kind of got a wee bit not annoyed but he it was as if he was shocked he was getting even asked the question now I, I, th- I agree I think there is no chance he's went out there thinking, oh, we're going to catch them here with the, the midfield that we we went with. I do think the change looked like Kent was much more narrow at times. And I think he thought, if we do get a chance, it'll be Morelos and Kent that we'll have up front. They'll hopefully make something happen. But there is no pace in the midfield. There's nobody to break the lines, really. To, I mean, Scott Arfield kind of floats about at times. And Scott Arfield's at the point very frustrating sometimes for him and other times he does things and they work brilliantly but he's not the answer in my personal opinion again no these are guys that are in the twilight years of their career to be kind about it so what was your take on the the kind of change of formation and before we come on to speak about the the subs that he made as well were you happy to see that he had decided that he would change? And even from corners, mate, we did have a looked at that and seen a few things on Twitter and looked at it more. We did change how we defended corners. So maybe, maybe there's a wee glimmer of light there. Oh, Sorry. Oh, Jimmy. Two seconds. Jimmy, Jimmy. Oh, <laughs> Jimmy. <God>. <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> has just donated um, yeah, 30 quid to the channel, mate. I mean, that's incredible, mate. Honestly, thank you so much. That's um, that's amazing. People are going to think I'm paying you to pay us, mate, and I'm not. <laughs> uh, that's incredible, mate. Thank you so much for that. Um, that's superb. But, Ryan, did you remember my question? Because I don't remember what I just asked you. I got put off there. No, I actually thought that was John Roadbottom, the, the old referee that used to referee. <laughs> uh, but it's not. It's spelt differently. I just checked out there. So, apologies, Jimmy. And that's outstanding. Absolutely outstanding, mate. That's superb. Um, I don't know what to say about that in terms of did right, yeah, the change of tactics was yeah, a change of tactics, yeah. Were you happy to see it and the kind of change that we did at defending a corner as well? Oh, praise the Lord with the defending the corners because the first couple of corners, like everybody in the government front's just looking at each other as if here we go, that's a goal. And quickly you see the difference because they are man marking. I think Sands was the first corner, I believe. I can't remember. Someone cleared up their head, I'm sure it was Sands. And I was like, there you go, the wee guy in the defence, because he's marking his man, because he's went up and attacked the ball. Surely that's the way we go with defend defending corner kicks now and it needs to improve. But like yesterday, it literally needs to improve. Um in terms of the shape, yeah, I was glad there was a change in the shape because I think there had to be I totally get dropping Lundstrom in because I think he does a job there. I don't know about, maybe he just didn't have any other options with that side, but him against that, I'm not going to attempt to to, to say his name, but that number 77, the boy on the left-hand yeah. side, he's he's a joke, an absolute joke, um, great player. But I don't know what's happening with us. Asama Ben Davies, like he is missing constantly. He doesn't get his... 
he doesn't get game time. He doesn't get game time. He doesn't like. I, I I don't know what's happened. I've heard rumours he's got things going in his personal life, as does Roy McKay. I've seen somebody saying that in the comments earlier. But Roy McKay's got compassionate leave. That's why yeah. he's not kicking about at the moment. But Ben Davies is a strange one. What was it? Three, four million pounds for him. He's on the bench. Surely, like on Wednesday, when we were up there, Wednesday on Wednesday night, surely. You put him on for 10 minutes and just go, Atlas, and get your legs, get your like, minutes in your legs. And I don't know. He's a weird one for me, Davies. As is Matondo. I know Matondo's not shown it, but you've got to stick your signing, surely. And I would like to see Sands pushed into midfield because I think he's earned it. I think he'll, he, he puts a shift in wherever he goes. But yes, in terms of the shape, glad he changed it. I want to see more of that. I think we need to see that tomorrow. I think he needs to change his, his shape tomorrow. and and he's got to go with one defensive midfielder tomorrow. I know we'll come on to it, but this is where I worry that Gio is at that stage where he must change it or we are going to face face worse than we've faced the past couple of weeks because I think things are on a tipping point with the fans and and the Charles Fletcher and, and the Charles Fletcher oh, this season. Justin, I think things are at a tipping point. Justin, oh, Justin, come on here. What's what, going on? Oh, come on. What, what's going is on that, does this happen when I'm, <laughs> I know, but does this happen when I'm putting my points across? Because I'll just talk for the next half you, I think it's you, actually, aye. I think Justin. it is. I think the boys are just enjoying my insight into this. So it's up to you <laughs> if you want to just leave it in. Ah, I think it's Scotch is not here. I, I think it may be. Last Scotch time it was because I was. Well, boys, can I just remember. can I just hijack this one? <laughs> see see the see these donations we're getting, like. I know we're, we're so humble with it and we are, like, I'll give us credit, but it's, it is embarrassing. But at the same time, I really hope these guys that are donating us know how much this means to us because it is, you know yourself, Carly, you both know, this is what we want to take us to this next level. We don't. You don't want to say what you're trying to do, but I know what you're trying to do with this pod, mate, and it just goes so, so far to, to taking us to that next level. And it, it really is it's outstanding, so... Brilliant Justin and brilliant John. Uh, thank you so much, guys. Jimmy, but I'll let you have a bit. Um, Is yeah, it Jimmy? <laughs> yes. Jimmy and Justin. Yes. Jimmy and Justin. No, it is, uh, it is oh, it's no, Jimmy. It is. It's Jimmy. I know him yeah, as John. Right. Sorry, Jimmy. I know you as John. Right, right. <laughs> you know John personally. Bottom. John Rodbottom. Uh, yeah. I know. I can't add in more than what Ryan just says. There, generally, it's, it's superb. Honestly, I, I can't, I cannot thank you enough. There is nothing I can say really. It's uh, very humbling and it's, it's it's crazy. It is. It's absolutely mental, man. But it's uh, incredible, absolutely incredible. And yeah, Ryan is correct. We are trying to do stuff for this podcast, and um, usual all know. And I'm, I don't, I'm not pulling in heartstrings here for don't one for a second think that I'm groveling here. But things don't come for free in this world. They really don't. And we're trying our hardest to, to kind of push it to the next level and make you proud because we we like to think that we represent our subscribers, our members, all the people that support us. We represent use as well so um truly absolutely spectacular and um, that is absolutely spectacular and it makes me lose where i am so it's always good to try to see me fumble about and remember what, what we're talking about uh but no uh, i'm kind of blown away by that that is absolutely excellent i'll come on to the subs um ali the, now some of them I understood, yes. Um, Arfield, Morelos, I get it. They're not going to be able to play full matches. I get it. No, Morelos isn't quite there yet, and he was probably lucky to still be on the park. So I'm going to be honest. The, the ones that baffle me are about Ben Davis, actually, as well. Uh, when we brought on King, um, we changed the shape, and obviously it made us lose the, the game. I don't want to break the game down too much because there's not really a great need. When you go down to 10 men, you lose a goal. It's hard. You're not going to be able to come back from that. Not against the the level of opposition that Napoli are, but he's taken off Tav, right? And he'd already moved Lundstrom back into the midfield. He brings on Kamara and then moves Leon King out to the right-hand side and puts Lundstrom back in the defence. I, I, I mean, I generally cannot understand that at all. It doesn't make any sense to me. Jim, <laughs> thank you so you can't, much. You honestly. Can't do a you can't have a podcast. It's impossible. This is honestly look. Thank you, honestly. This is incredible. I appreciate you. No idea how much we appreciate this, Jim. You remember that as well. I mean, 
thank you, generally. That's absolutely fantastic. It means everything to us, generally. But yes, Ali, the the, the subs. About, if I, we'll just we'll nail it down. I'll nail my colours to the mast here as well. Uh, Glenn Kamara is finished at Rangers for me. I don't think Glenn Kamara wants to be here. I've yeah. said before, his two pals have gone in Joe Rebo and Bassi. That was his two best pals at the club and they're gone. I could see him going in January. What we'd get for him, I don't. I know he's in a decent contract, but I don't think we'd get what we would have got 18 months, two years ago when he was in sort of the prime of his um, his form at Ibrox. But um, his, his subs baffled me. The sub that baffled me a bit was the one out in Ajax where we've got Divine sitting on a bench who's the backup he's right back a, to Tav. He's on the bench on Wednesday as well. I, yeah, yeah. And he brings uh, King on, plays him right back. And again, like you say, um, Wednesday night, he doesn't he bring Divine on. It baffles me when he's bringing... Uh, Leon King's a good player and he could probably play right back, but you've got a ready-made right back sitting there, so why play him? Um, it baffles me. The Davies one, I know Ryan's going on about him. That's that's that baffles me completely. He's a left-sided centre half, which we are screaming out for. I mean, come <laughs> on, to but we're playing Sands, who's a sitting midfielder, who's just filling in there. But we've got a guy in Davies who's been on the bench the last at least two games. I don't know if he was on the bench at the old firm. Um, God, there's more money coming in on us. It's a children's <laughs> need here at the moment, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Children in need. No, no, come on, we're not that. Hey, Alexander, thank you so much. Hey, generally, absolutely superb. I, it's, honestly, it blows my mind. That's it, really does. Hey, thank you. Honestly, that's amazing. That's, that's I, just crazy. I, I honestly <laughs> think. I honestly think it's because Scotia's not here. I think it might. Be. I know. Might I know. Be. Last time it was it was me, but Scott maybe because Scotia's not here. But... Here's here's a business. I'm going to pitch a business model to you, oh, guys. Right? It's not dragons then, mate. Come on. Listen, <laughs> strap, strap yourselves in. We've got a great community here, right? Strap yourselves in. If we stay live for now to midnight, I reckon we'll be in the press box for Anfield. <laughs> We'll all sit in a bath of beans as well. That's what these do, these things, isn't it? <laughs> right, I'll, probably need to, I'll probably need to take like an hour out because I've got a two-month-old that I might need to deal with um, at one point. But, I mean, I'll come back. I'll happily come back. But, uh, yeah, I reckon... 25% of this company. <laughs> we'll either be in Anfield uh, in the box or we'll be in, I don't know, Dubai or something? I don't know. I don't know. But, no, I'm not using it for a holiday, everybody. I promise I'm not using it for a holiday. Right, uh, had you finished? <laughs> I'll just keep getting distracted. No, the, no, it, like, I like, like, yeah, not like no. The substitutions baffle me. Um, I think he just throws on folk for the sake of it. Sometimes it's. Um, I he's worried me for a while, Gio, with his tactics, substitutions, etc. Where he plays players. So tomorrow will be telling for me. And we'll, obviously, you'll come on to the teams what we're going to see. Tomorrow is a perfect game to p- put these new players in. And we're sitting in nearly, we're coming in October soon. But if these new players do not start tomorrow at Ibrooks, yeah, I'm seriously worried going forward. Your thoughts on Kamara, Ryan? I think he checked out a year ago. Almost a year ago, I would say him and Aribo very, very evidently checked out after after January last year. I think it was obvious that Aribo had had given up. Um, and you think he played well in Europe, but you think him um, domestically was a shell. I think he was trying to keep himself for his move. It's not Aribo show he's moved on now, but I think Kamara's the same. I don't think he's mentally here. Whether nobody's come in from the summer, I told you is, um there was two players from someone I know that knows someone in the board that says Kamara was very open to a move this summer. So I don't know if it's not happened for him or the bid wasn't enough for the club. I don't know what's happened, but I know he was open to a move. So that's evident for me. And it's very disappointing because Glenn Kamara is a fantastic footballer when he's on his game and he's, he's head right. He's a great footballer, really intelligent with the ball. But if he's playing like that, I want to see Chalan I can. I want to see, I know I bang on about him, I'm so boring, but I want to see Chalana Khan in this team because 
that's a boy with hunger. That's somebody who will walk from, I don't know, I don't know how you'd walk from Belfast to Glasgow, but he would walk a long way to play for, play for Rangers. You can tell he's got the, the fire in his belly to play football and Glenn Kamara doesn't. You mean, you see them getting caught out during the week. He was, his head's in the clouds. And um, what are we at? September. Got to hold on to him for a few months, get some games out of him, hopefully catches the eye for someone. But I don't see us getting... I don't see us getting a lot of money for him now, which is really disappointing. But I do see him moving on. Thank you very much, Andrew Muir. Appreciate that. Um, but yeah, Glenn Kamara for me is so far down the list. And I'd rather see Charlie McCann than, than Glenn Kamara in that squad. Yeah, um, so would I. 100%, mate. 100%, so would I. Uh, I. I don't think he looks interested. I generally don't. I don't think he looks even remotely um, interested. Uh, just a weird one. I mean, <clears throat> I've, I listened to a few reactions to the, the, the game on Wednesday and some blamed him for the second goal. Yeah, maybe he could do better with the tracking. The third one's just... No, uh, just a guy that looks like he can't be bothered. It really does. It looks like a guy that he just can't be bothered. So, yeah, either way we look at it, um, we have left ourselves an absolute mountain to climb now to get any European football after Christmas. That is for absolute sure. Uh, Andrew, thank you very much, mate. Very much appreciated. Thank you so much. Uh, oh, so, yes. Sorry, I jumped See if you're going to get another business idea, mate. I swear it. No, um Right, see this business pitch though? No, I'm joking. See the, <laughs> see the European thing, and I'm embarrassed that I don't know this. See with the Champions League, see if you finish bottom of your group. You don't go into that Conference League, do you? No, not yet. Need to finish Yeah, we were talking about that after the game, walking down um, down Paisley Road after the match. Honestly, man, Nick, what's <laughs> going on here? <laughs> um, Everyone on the drink today. So much. Uh, you know, everybody started there. In preparation for watching a, a one each draw with Dundee United. Um, no, that's incredible. Generally, everybody, this is just superb. Honestly, like you've got no idea like, how much it means. Scotia's bad for anyone. Yeah, you've got no idea how much means. Scotia is this show, let's be honest. Um, I know. No, I, 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 I really do appreciate it. I do. But yeah, Ryan, we were walking down. Um, walking down Paisley Road and not yet. After this, what is it, the five-team the five game thing? Was it the five teams in a group thing? Yeah, yeah. Come in? Just yep. better years, for that. I th- yeah, I think then if you finish fourth, you'll get into the conference, mate, I think. Uh, but not now. We will be. I, th- I generally think we'll be out of Europe, which may help us in the long run. <laughs> right, anyway, before we go any further, move on. It's time for me to take one for the team, and it's time for, for a word from our sponsors, which technically tonight is all of you guys have released all this money. It's absolutely superb. But yes, Time for a word from Manscaped. Uh, our friends at Manscaped just brought the ultra-smooth package to Europe. Everyone knows by now that the Lawnmower 4.0 is the best electric shave for your balls. But if you're looking for a closer shave or prefer to go completely bare down there, then the ultra-smooth package is the perfect set. It's time to shave that bush of yours and get rid of the roots by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with code CLUB at 22. The Ultra Smooth Package is a specialised shaving kit to help you buff, protect and smooth your most sensitive areas. It includes Crop Shaver Razor, Crop Exfoliator and Crop Gel. The Manscaped Ultra Smooth Package is a three-step kit to make your package the perfect package. It's time to get up and close and personal with the best tools for the job. The Ultra Smooth Package from Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code CLUB at 22 at manscaped.com. Smooth out your fellas with the ultra smooth package from the fellas at Manscaped. What will your balls do, lads? They will, thank you. They will, thank you. Thank you to Manscaped for the continued support. Thank you, all of you crazy people in the chat as well for your unbelievable support. We had the people who just said... Still not got twenty two percent off yet. I, I I asked and I got told no. <laughs> <laughs> In no uncertain terms, I was told no, we won't be able to do that. And I went, well, oh, I didn't even get out. Oh, that's a good idea. It was a no. I was like, no, oh. oh, just a, a straight out no. There you go, Teddy Bear, Scots are pro. That's how it's done. I've done this before. Try trying to teach guys. I try to teach the guys. What a class pet. Class pet, Teddy Bear. 
Is there a block button for him? Sucking <laughs> <laughs> up, up to the boss. Sucking up to the boss. Right, gentlemen, we'll move on more towards this weekend's must-win game. I don't think there's any great doubt about it. The pressure today didn't exist. The four-minute video Geo released or Rangers released was rubbish. I don't like these things. Honestly, I cannot stand these dafty videos because... I would understand if there was going to be some different form of question, but there, there isn't. It's just, it's just so. Bleh. There's nothing to it at, at all. And um, what he did confirm is that there's no fresh injury worries going into the, into the, um, into the game tomorrow, which is probably what we were all really looking for. But you know what it is. Same old stuff about the, the reaction to the game on um, Wednesday. We were in it, et cetera, et cetera. All the stuff you would expect Giovanni Van Bronckhurst to say, but nothing revealing in it at all. And I, to be honest, I waste of four minutes of my life. Ali, Dundee United, um, they are rank rotten right now. Genuinely, absolutely shockingly bad. Still yet to appoint a manager. As far as I'm aware, they've still not appointed one. Um, <laughs> expecting a tough game tomorrow, mate? <laughs> yeah. I've seen the, I think they've got a, a short list of four guys on it. Kevin Thompson's on it. Um, if they appoint I'd be a good Kevin, job for him. Do you think I'd be a good job for him? Yeah, I, I was just going to say, I know I know we don't like Dungeon United. We've had our problems with Dungeon United in the past, but they've been bought over by, a, I think, an American guy who runs Dungeon United now or something. But if Dungeon United appoint um, Thompson, that's a good... I think that's a that's an outside the box kind of one for them. I think they could do well with Kevin Thompson. I like the way Kevin Thompson speaks. I know he came for Kelly Hearts, but I like the way he speaks. I like his philosophy in football. Um, so I'm interested to see what happens there. But on Dundee United, they are absolutely rotten. Um, I mean, another side to say humped them nine 0 um, they've had a terrible start to this season. St Mirren have humped them 3 0 at one point. I know they won in the League Cup away at Livingston 2 1. Um, and they drew against Motherwell or something, was I think the last game they played. But we should be taking care. This, in theory, should be a perfect game for Rangers tomorrow. Dungeon United at Ibrox for us to kickstart our season, if you want to say, bleed some of these new players into the team. Um, we should be taking care of Dungeon United and convincingly tomorrow. I don't want to be going to Ibrox tomorrow and coming out and we've won 1-0 or something. Although I'll take three points now, we need to go and beat Dungeon United convincingly tomorrow and put some smiles back in these Rangers fans' faces um, before this dreaded international week. So, um, yeah, but you know what Dungeon United will be like? They'll come out, they'll, they'll show something against us, but we should have more than enough to take care of Dungeon United tomorrow. Yeah, you would hope so, mate. Definitely hope so with the kind of state that they're in um, just now. <clears throat> Ryan, uh, it's probably the same question to you, mate. I, I, I am I'm kind of going along the lines of with Ali that yes, I think I'm in. I'm in. A win is a minimum. Um, tomorrow, um, there is no room for us to drop any sort of points, but. If I'm going to be honest, mate, I I want to be entertained tomorrow. Yeah, of course you do. I think um, you look at the goals they've conceded. I think was it St Mirren or someone's beat them? I think St Mirren took four off them at Tardis maybe the week or two weeks before. That was three. Was it three? I mean, yeah. I'm going to say it that they're mince, they're absolutely mince. Dundee United, they're they're drivel, and they should be treated like that tomorrow. They should be coming to Ibrooks get an early goal against them and their back should be against the wall and they should be flapping all over the place. They should be under the cosh constantly. There should be one defensive midfielder playing tomorrow, cleaning up and pushing the ball out to the wingers and attack, attack, attack. That's what it should be tomorrow. There is no doubt about it. If you look what that mob did to them, apparently once you score four goals against Dundee United, they just stopped trying. That's what it looked like to me that day. So, Rangers should be going for that tomorrow and they should be going for a high score. Whether or not that will happen, I don't know. But that we deserve to be entertained tomorrow. We deserve... Now we deserve a reaction. I know we got... I can, uh, we got something different on Wednesday that I always said the league game is a big game. I know we play big games in Europe, but this, this league means more to us than anything this year. 
It means more to be in the Champions League than anything else. So this game, to me, crazy as it sounds, is bigger than the Napoli game or the upcoming Liverpool game for me because Rangers need three points. Need three points because anything dropped tomorrow and you're going to see a hell of a fire. A hell of a fire. Um, <clears throat> now, nah, Rangers need to attack at that. And I, what I'd like to see is I'd like to walk away from iBooks and be like, do you know who played well today? Do you know who was good? Do you know who put a show on? That's good that Alfie's back. Tav looks back to his best because that's what we need because everyone is so below par this season. It would be nice to have a conversation around who the man <laughs> of the match is and there isn't just one outstanding one or none at all to pick from. Um, Curry Munchers back with a belter there. Um, watching Rangers right now is like going to a strip club and the stripper keeps the, the stripper keeps their clothes on. <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> He's got a way of words, man. He should really write a book. He really does. He's got a way, a way with words. And just as well, as I say, I know we're, we're doing quite a lot of shout-outs tonight, but again, there's more stuff just come in there. Um, only All I've got is someone in the email address. Um, so, Foxbar, you know who you are. Um, thank you so much for the three coffees. You've just bought the podcast. Um, that's fantastic. Really do appreciate that. That's, uh, that's incredible. Generally brilliant. So, yeah. Ali, I think we are we are at the point where when are we going to see these new these new signings? When are we going to see a bit of the youth getting brought in? And tomorrow is probably the perfect time for it. Do you have any faith that Gio is going to do that though? I don't know. I mean, we'll come on to our teams. I did say in the group chat today. I've got I think four or five. I'm changing in that team for tomorrow because I think he can afford to do it, and I think he needs to do it. Um, he has to play these new boys tomorrow. I know Barisic has probably been one of our best players. He has been our best players the last couple of games. Um, but Yilmaz has to start tomorrow. He has to start. If he can't start tomorrow against Dundee United, there's serious problems. And that goes with Davies too. Um, but Willie, I don't know, because he's dead stubborn. If he goes back to bringing Kamara in and this and again... We'll all be in the pub tomorrow and the team will come out and your your head will go down if it's those players again. You'll go, ah, no, again. You're looking for a bit of freshness in this Rangers team tomorrow and it's the perfect opportunity for him tomorrow. And if he doesn't do it, like I said earlier on in the podcast, I'd be extremely worried, Carney. Yeah, I, I think it's Ryan... What I mentioned with the lineup of the the, the team on Wednesday night, <clears throat> if Gio doesn't make changes and doesn't bring these new signings in, I think he is he's trying to prove a point here, maybe to the board. Um, maybe we're looking too much into it, but as fans, that's what we're going to do. But if I do see Kamara tomorrow, if I if you see Jack Amara tomorrow, mate, I doubt you even go to Ibrooks. Nah, I'll be telling my dad to get the the bus home, and I will be in the viceroy before you guys are. I'll just do a live pod and see what I can get off the guys um, honestly I just yes I want to see change I want to see Charlie McCann I want to see the, the new signings I want to see Yilmaz I want to see Osama Ben Davies I want to see Matondo I want to see them all playing do I think he'll change it? no do I think I'll see Charlie McCann tomorrow? No. Do I think I'll see all the new signings tomorrow? No. Mm. What's going on with Gio and the board? I don't know. I sometimes think he's being stubborn and then other times I think he is maybe trying to make a point to the board, but you're playing with you're playing with the fans, which is a dangerous game to play. And like I said, I do I do feel we're one bad result away from meltdown is not the right word, but it would just won't it won't be pretty. And I think for Gio and for us, he needs to change it tomorrow. And I want to see something different tomorrow. I do. I think, what was the game before? Was it Ross County we played? And he played one holding midfielder and we were quite entertained that day. We we did play well. Mm. That's what I want to see times two tomorrow. Yeah. Look, I think all three of us will say the same thing here. Um, if you disagree, then you can come in. If we, for some whatever ludicrous reason, get beat tomorrow, Gio gets sacked. I yeah. don't think there's any, there's no way out of that. <sighs> do you know me? I don't, I don't. I hate speaking about. It. I know we do it on the chat, the, ta- the text and stuff like that, and you'll speak to your pals, and whatever. I hate 
speaking about a Rangers manager getting sacked, I hate it. It's just yeah. the worst feeling oh. ever. But you, you're right to say that if a bad result comes tomorrow or in two weeks or whatever, discussions are going to be... I mean, there's going to be an outcry. Rangers Twitter's already in meltdown just now, but there's definitely going to be chat around it, mate. There's, there's no doubt. You can't get away from that. The results he's had recently, like, you, you can't get away from that. Yeah, I mean, like, a, a, a goal, uh, like... A defeat to now tomorrow would I honestly would be it for him. I think I, I just can't see how how he can survive that. I really can't. I mean, there was even calls on um, Wednesday night for it for him to be to be sacked. And maybe I mean there might be arguments in that. I'm not really sure. I'm not really at that point. After we go down to ten men, I'm I'm unsure what Geo does to 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 resolve it. I, I don't see how. He can. And saying that, though, I think before we actually brought on King, we were still in it at 1-0 when we were down to 10 men. We even, and then we weren't. Oh, no, we were still in it at 0-0. But then, we got, obviously, they get the penalty. Yeah. But when he changed it and we went to the 4-4-1, we just lost all really impact on the game. Um, right, teams, Alistair, um, you can either you can pick who you want to see or you can pick what, he think, what you think he will play. It's completely up to you and your score, mate. Oh, my right. My team is what I want to play tomorrow, but I'll tell some of them that I think he will play. Shagger and goal—that's a definite. Tav Goldson, Davies has to start. Yilmaz at left back again has to start. Lundstrom. I think this is a game for this boy. Ryan's been shouting about him for God knows how long. Charlie McCann, bring him in. I don't think he will. I think he'll put Kamara in there. Um, but for me, Charlie McCann, perfect game. Put the boy in. Tillman just in front. Morelos through the middle because he needs minutes. Kent one side and Robbie Matondo on the other side. That's what I'm going for. My score prediction tomorrow. Let's let's send positive lads. 4-0 <laughs> Rangers. Uh, Morelos first goal scorer. I'll take it, mate. I will. I will definitely take it, Ryan. Your team, mate. Again, you can do what you want, or you can do what you think you will do, or both. It's up to you. Oh, I think this is what I think this is what I want. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, so it's McGregor and goals for the rest of the season. Thank you, uh, Tavernier, Goldson. I'd like to see Ben Davies. If I don't see Ben Davies, I want to see Leon King. It's in a half. I want to see Yilmaz. I want to see Lundstrom. I'd like to see Charlie McCann as well. Matondo, Tillman, Wright and Cholak. If not, I would like him just to play Lundstrom himself with Cholak and Morelos up front as an experiment because there is no better game than playing the team that are going to get relegated, I would imagine, at home. Try that out. Try it out for a half and see what they can do. Two up front. The score? Two one Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I'm going to go to a pub tomorrow. <laughs> oh no! Two one Rangers. Cholak. Cholak first goal. Is that a serious scoreline or is that just a joke? Yeah, it's a serious <laughs> scoreline, boys. Um, I think. <laughs> you go, oh, man. Honestly, honestly, man. You boys, I'm, I'm being honest, like. I'm being honest, boys. Like I, I just don't <laughs> see it just now. I don't see it. I don't feel. I don't feel it just now. Sorry, lads. No, that's fair enough, mate. Um, I, I I can see where you're coming from with Morelos and Cholak, and the way I suppose if he lined up in the three-five-two thing again, or the, whatever way you want to look at the way he lines up like that, then he probably could. I think if he does do that, I think he does. He have to do that. I don't know. Yeah, if he does that, I think he'll need to play um, Yelmaz and Tav. But Barisic could do that job as a kind of wing-back as well, I suppose. But, I mean, I would love to see it. Generally, I would. I'd love to see Trolak and Morelos. But I think the reason that he won't is there's no striker on the bench at that point. Um, because, again, nobody has any idea where Kamar Roof is. I don't even think Kamar Roof knows where Kamar Roof is. So, um, we don't know anything about him. So, yeah, I... Um, I can see where you're coming from with that, mate. I can. Um, my team, McGregor, Tav, Goldson. Again, I'll agree. I think Davis or King. It has to be one of the two of them. Um, 
Davies or King has to be one of the two of them. Yilmaz has to play. I mean, when when are you going to see him generally? And it's nothing against Borna, generally. I don't think it's anything to do with him because he's been up there with the best of our performers over the last shower of three games that we've we've seen. Uh, but I would play Yilmaz tomorrow. Um, Lundstrom, McCann, Tillman, Kent, Morelos and... Matondo, even though if I if I he was going with that team right up to I got to Matondo, I think he'll play Scott Wright because he seems to just love Scott Wright. Is that the same as you? Yeah, that's what I would go with. I'd love to see McCann play tomorrow. Genuinely, just I'd love to see it. Why? Why not? Genuinely, why not? Perfect game, mate. Because honestly, if if you if, if it's the same, if we see Kamara, I mean, or Davies, or even Jack to a certain extent, you just kind of. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of, it kind of takes. It deflates you going to eyebrows. Yeah, yeah. It kind of takes the the wind out your sails a wee bit, and yeah. But yeah, I'll go with I'll go with that team. I'll go three 0 Rangers, and I'll go Morelos to get a hat trick. Um, back with a bang, yeah, fully back, hopefully. But I mean, I, I do want a performance tomorrow. Uh, I'd love to see the changes. I really would, but it's going to be interesting to see. Um, how it goes, uh, but either way, back at Ibrox three o'clock on a Saturday, as it should be. So for tonight, that will do, us, gentlemen. And um, before I wrap up, I, a massive thank you to everybody in the chat tonight. Um, it's been brilliant. Um, not only the people donating, the people that subscribe to this channel, the people that are members, the coffee buyers, everybody for the continued support for us. And um, we are on the charge to four thousand subscribers now. So tell your friends about us, get them involved in this. That would be really, really appreciated. As always, like and subscribe uh, would be brilliant Ali thank you very much mate I'll see you tomorrow when you pick me up <laughs> yeah you will do I'll be there on the limo tomorrow can I after tonight so, <laughs> you know, that. so I hope you're ready for that just had a, a text in the group chat from uh, Scotia you've all seen it just warning that he may be rough tomorrow lads so heads up on that one pray for Scotia tonight <sighs> he may be rough that doesn't exist I don't think I've ever I'll seen see. Scotia rough now nah, you'll get back on in the morning. But um, no, fantastic podcast tonight again, lads. I mean, I don't know how many times we say in the podcast that we, we, we do it for, it's we, we don't do it for gain in terms of financial things like that. But for all those donations, so that's absolutely fantastic. And we will continue to hopefully bring you good podcasts going forward. Hopefully Rangers can join the party and um, lift more trophies for us. But um, aye, fantastic for everyone. And Everyone who we meet out and about, it's um, it's a bit surreal sometimes, to be honest. Scotia says he's going to start carrying, about, carrying around uh, signed photographs of himself that he can hand out. So if you do meet <laughs> Scotia next time, you can get one of them. But uh, no, brilliant, and I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, um, yeah, we don't do this for financial gain. It's not really what it's about for us. But what it is doing is helping us get to another level and get us help us get to a level that arguably us four probably shouldn't even get to. But that's... I think that's maybe why we are we are we're kind of we're kind of the way that we are. It's generally just four four pals, um, four pals talking about Rangers, and it's it's difficult to paint a word sometimes just how much your support means to us. And we generally love meeting everybody. And Brizo seventy seven, a new member. Thank you very much, mate. I don't know why that's green, man. I can't Not change that. It's really annoying. I, I can't change it. I can't figure it out. I've even emailed. The owner of YouTube, like, why can't I change this? I don't know why it happens. I'll need again. I'll look into that more, but I don't know how to do it. Ryan, thanks very much for tonight, mate. And are you are you beating tomorrow? No, no, boys. No. I'm cup. I'm off it just now. That's why I'm sipping a cup of tea, like a right sap. Um, <laughs> that green, that green is Northern Irish green, boys. Take a take that for <laughs> a perspective. That is. Take that for a perspective. That's the way I look at it, um, because there is no other green. Um, yeah, thank, I want to echo what you say. Thank you so much, everybody in the comments. But it's a great community. But it's these donations we love. I mean, that press pass we had a few weeks ago with Scotia and Ali did it as well. It's amazing bringing that kind of content to because everybody deserves it. Everybody that tunes in and subscribes to us deserves it. So it'd be great just if we keep going with this pod and keep building it because the sky's the limit for me. And if Rangers start bringing results, I'll give us something positive to talk about, and I might start predicting four 0 score lines again. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if it's two one tomorrow, mate. Uh, 
I don't know what I'll do. It's got to be better than that. Surely it's got to be. Well, Surely you're a wee I'd, bit more positive than two one. I did say I did say I'm not drinking anymore. But I mean, that's dependent on how Rangers play. I could just be going like to my dad, but he car keys at half time. There you go. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't drive, by the way. <laughs> I've seen the vice on it. I've seen the vice on it. I've seen the vice on it. Yeah, everybody, Magic, uh, thank you very much for tuning in tonight. As always, please do like and subscribe. We will bring a reaction from the pub tomorrow um, after the game, after a, hopefully a bit of a performance um, from Rangers tomorrow. Please, let's let's be entertained tomorrow, shall we? So, yes. Prizo, uh, yeah, super sticker, mate. £5. Like, mate, come on. Like, thank you, everybody. This is great, honestly. Should we stay on to midnight? I wish we stay on all night. We'll stay on the Should game kicks off. Should we stay on to midnight? Oh, right, I'll go get you. Just carry on. I'll go get a carry out and then we'll just sit here. Um, no. <laughs> In all seriousness, um, I, I can't thank you enough. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Uh, we are very, very proudly Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Thank you, everybody, and speak to you tomorrow. Cheers. Cheers.